You know that in the world they're looking for all sorts of skulas. If you look at the stucker mailings, you see different stuckers guaranteeing Yeshua's, which is a very dangerous thing. Rabbi Yisrael Reisman raves and rants against that. There are other schoolers that won't cost you money, but you'll have to travel. You go to Amuka for a shidduch. It wouldn't it be nice if we had a schooler right here where we are that doesn't cost us money, we don't have to travel. So you're thinking, what am I going to talk about? You should fear us for 40 days? Now I'm talking about the Inyad of Simcha, and specifically when we say Yaz Yashir. Here's a Mishnah Burra that normally isn't spoken about enough. And listen to this. The Yomir Shiras Hayam Besimcha, we say Yaz Yashir Jam Besimcha, the Yidma Bedaito Kila Baiso Hayom Over Bayam. And we try to imagine ourselves in that situation that we ourselves went through, Kriyas Yamsov. And the person who achieves this, you get Mechias Havainas, you have a Yom Kippur, a school to get rid of all your Avevas, to say, And this comes by picturing that we ourselves are the ones that went through that Kriyas Yamsuf. Now we talk about Simcha, we know it's difficult, there are a lot of depressed people around. So the question is, has one achieved Simcha? So I'd like to suggest two paths. One of them is external towards the internal, and one of them is internal itself. We know that the Sefer HaChinach says famously, the outward acts can arouse inward emotions. And that maybe is one of the most liberating ideas you'll ever hear in Yeshiva, because many people get into moods, and they get into a mood, they say, what am I doing? I'm trapped here, right? It's like a parent tells his child, do the homework. And the child says, I'm not in the mood. And the parent says, get into the mood. And the child says, wait a minute, I said it's a mood. You know what I mean? Like a mood is immovable. There's nothing to do about moods. But it's not true. Because I'll say that you can get out of moods also. If you act in a certain way, you will feel that certain way also. The Sefer Chink says that's why we're big de kahuna. When the Kayan looks at his clothing, he says, oh, this is who I am. It gives him a certain self-image. And that's the reason yeshivas have uniforms. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror and you look like a yeshiva guy, you know, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be. So how do we use chitzayis maris apnimias for shiras hayam? So Gemara in Saita asks, how did the Jews say shira? After all, there was no teleprompter. You know, you have millions of people, and all of a sudden they start seeing az together. Is this a miracle? So it certainly was. But the question is the degree of the miracle. Rabbi Nechemi in the Gemara says that they all simultaneously were mechavin to the same Navu and they said Shira. But Rabbi Akiva says different. Rabbi Akiva says they said Shira like we say halal. Now how does that help? Because we don't, uh, we're not aware of how halal should be said. You know, when the Chazal say, don't say halal in Rosh Hashanah, because Sifre Chaim, Sifre Mesim are open, how could you say halal? I don't understand the Gemara. I've heard a lot of Chazanim in tone, in tone halal with such slow nigunim that passed for Leviah, and there's no reason why I shouldn't say halal Rosh Hashanah then. What's the real halal? So the Rambam tells us that the Chazan would get up and he would say hallelujah, and everybody answers hallelujah. And then the Chazan would say hallelujah, Hashem, and they would say hallelujah. And the Rambam says 123 times, the Chaz would say a Pasuk, and everybody would answer hallelujah. If you've never experienced it, 
This is called ecstatic worship. You do that, and it is over emotions. I've never seen a halal like that, but I can tell you that as chatos and that when I was in Mexico City in the Kodal, I had to get involved in politics, and it was Independence Day, which unfortunately was a Soshimei I ended up as a guest of the governor of Mexico and to celebrate Independence Day. And he lived in a big mansion, and in front of the mansion there's a huge square. And in the square were gathered hundreds of thousands of people. And at midnight, he goes out on the balcony and unfurls the flag of Mexico, and he yells, Viva Geraldo! And you see hundreds of thousands of people yell, Viva! And it, was, it goes name and name and name, and every one of them, you get hundreds of thousands of people yelling, Viva! It's really creating electricity. And I'm thinking that this is what Hala would look like in the base Hamikdash. Hundreds of thousands of people saying, Hallelujah! And although we associate this with Goyesh worship, this is the Goyesh, we're not machalish this. This is the way we said halal. And the Rambam says, although there are many men hugging, this is the proper way. So Shira was said, according to Rabbi Kiva, in the same way. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, Pasuk, and everybody answered, Ashira Lashem ki go'o go'a. And after every Pasuk, the same response, the same chorus, and the people, Mamish Mole Simcha. That's how a person you get simcha from externals to internals. I don't suggest that we do that today. I don't know if the Rosh Hashiva would be maskim, but just to know at least theoretically there are ways of acting in such a way that it's more simcha. But what about the other way? Internally, has a person feel simcha kriyas yamsuf? So kriyas yamsuf, the Jews fondly saw the enemies destroyed. As dramatic and as beautiful as the ten makos were, the bottom line was Moshe, for some reason, unknown to most of the people, was still asking Paro permission to leave, as if Paro's also a Deya. And when they left Mitzrayim, Paro's army is still an army full of chariots, which were the tanks at that time. They were still afraid of Egypt. They get to Kriyas Yamsuf, and there all of a sudden they see Yosha Hashem, and they saw Vayayisros Mitzrayim Meis Asfas Hayam. That power that persecuted them for hundreds of years, that threw their babies into the yam or into the walls, they saw acres and acres of dead Egyptians. And any difficulty they had in accepting Malchus Shemayim, because they had been brought up with the idea that the Egyptians, the Kayach, all of that disappears. And they see only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu turned over nature for all of them, and only for them. And how did they feel? So every day in Ezra Savasenu we say, V'nosnu yedidim, alzo shibchu ahuvim, that they felt loved, and they felt cherished. They felt they are the yedidim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. they are the ahuvim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and that's us. And that's how a person can come to Simcha, to understand how cherished and how loved all of you are to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's where a person can get simcha, and that's how we approach Shemona Esrei. When we dive in Shemona Esrei, so Reb Chaim says there are two dinim in Kavana. A person has to know what the words mean, ideally all of it, but at least the first paragraph. Then there's a second idea, I'm standing before the Rebbe and the Shalayla. So it's so difficult for us, the way we are, to come to a mashah, to come to the smallest amount of that feeling, 
But Chazal gave us Ezra Savosendu to prepare. And if we try to imagine we're on the beach at Kriyas Yamsov, and that Kalish Baruch is doing so much for us, and we feel Ahuvim, and we feel Yedid, and we feel this closest to our Kalish Baruch, Hu, then there's a chance that maybe we could say Shimon the Esrei with a little bit of feeling that we're really talking to Rabbanu Shalom who loves us. We shall be Zaycha to this schooler that doesn't cost a penny to stand before our Kalish Baruch Hu. Imagine we are going through Kriyas Yamsov. And the message that we are Ahuvim and Yedidim to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Thank you for your kind attention.